Stay inspired on the go with Springboard Zone, an inspirational podcast from internationally acclaimed executive coaches, authors and ministers, Albert and Comfort Okran. You will be inspired and challenged with strategies to consistently reach for new heights. And now, today's message by Reverend Albert Okran. What is the motion? Simple. In making a leadership appointment, the first area of focus should be skill before attitude. That is the motion we are discussing. In making a leadership appointment, the first area of focus should be skill before attitude. So a leader, a pastor, a CEO, a manager must be technically skilled or gifted or competent. And they must also have the right attitude or the character traits to enable them to succeed. This is not about an either or. We agree that they need both. The question is, which would you consider first in making the choice? Is it skill or is it attitude? Let me submit that the positions taken by our resource persons do not all together represent all their thoughts on the subject. You could find two people being on one side but having to debate each other. But hey, it's for learning, for research, for development, and for improving ourselves. So the proponents of the motion argue that a pilot, an architect, a surgeon must be skilled first, full stop. They say attitude comes second. And those against the motion insist that people with integrity and the right character and attitude will always rise. They argue that skillful people who are not trustworthy can bring down a whole organization. Okay, so I have two very distinguished protagonists tonight. Arguing for the motion, Mr. Kojo Adaimens, the CEO of the Data Bank Group, he will be arguing for skill first before attitude. Arguing against the motion, Prophet Kakrabaden, a man I've known for over 40 years. He's the head pastor of the Morning Star Cathedral of the Lighthouse Chapel International. He'll be bringing us perspectives on attitude. And so, as we answer this question, what do you yourself think? If you have thoughts on this subject, hey, post them on our Facebook page or post them on WhatsApp 024-9999555. And later in the program, when we get to open the lines, let's see whether you can bring your own perspectives on this debate. But here come the rules. Number one, each of our resource persons will have eight minutes to make their main arguments, and then they would also submit something for the other party to feel a bit happy. So they will submit a counter-argument to support the other side of the motion. And unlike a traditional debate, this is more of a fact-finding research and study um, position than something that has a winner and a loser. Let me say that both parties are at liberty to choose contemporary, biblical, or corporate examples to buttress their arguments. I get to learn, you get to learn, and that's why we call it pros and cons. Let me welcome my guest, Kojo. Welcome to Springboard once again. You've been here a couple of times. Yes, welcome. I have. Thank you. Welcome it's it's always an honor to be here. It's always. a blessing. It's a blessing. God is good. Prophet, I've looked forward to having you on the show for quite a while, and <laughs> thank, thanks for making it. Yeah, Albert, I'm excited to be here tonight. Yeah, it's a blessing. It's a blessing. Before I even get down to the hard business of the debate, let me just give you a chance to... Let me find out from you about investment banking. How, how, how is it going? Is the money coming in? Um, it's not easy. To be honest, um, it's, it's been quite a, a tough 
uh, year for us because, you know, our business is about disposable income. And once disposable incomes are not increasing, then it's very difficult to convince somebody to come in and put something aside for the future. But like I always say, look, if you are if you are earning five CDs and you can't do your one-tenth, then if you earn 50, you still can't do that one-tenth. So no matter how small it is, there'll be a day you can't wake up in the morning and say you are going to work. You will need to have put something aside while you're strong. So no matter how small or how bad the situation is, you've got to keep putting something aside. Right. So in, in, in your, your your school of thought is that once you finish paying your tithes... You, oh, you must that's finish. the next thing. After tithes, <laughs> is, is, you know, I always say once you're tithing, you should be investing. Right. That's see, my, that's my, when, when my mantra. Tithe, the man of God's mind. I know. So <laughs> let me come now to Prophet Kakrabedi and find out about your lit... You, you, you are also an author in addition to being a pastor. Yes. And I know you've come out with a, a brand new book, White. I, I love White covers. There's something about them that's so holy. That's so beautiful. So tell me about your latest publication. Well, this book is titled Revealed, Unmasking Familiar Spirits. And uh, I realized that the one reason I wrote this book was that I believe there's a lot of confusion in the body of Christ, especially concerning uh, spiritual things and some practices sometimes that take place. People are wondering, is this from God? Is it not from God? And I believe that this book uh, talks about familiar spirits, so it reveals familiar spirits. And uh, I believe that a lot of the confusion that we see in the churches in terms of spiritual things actually emanates from familiar spirits. So this book sheds light on that subject, and uh, it brings knowledge, and it empowers people. So when you read it, you will, you will understand what's going on, and it will clear up a lot of confusion in your mind from a biblical point of view and also from a point of view of experience from working with the Lord. Right. It's a, it's a book I think that the, the body of Christ will need very much now because um, um, I can tell you this, that a lot of times we see th- people do things mm. out there in the public space and we as Christians get embarrassed because mm-hmm. what they do doesn't truly reflect what mm-hmm. the body of Christ exactly. mm-hmm. stands mm-hmm. for. Mm-hmm. And instead of bringing teaching that will deal with these things, mm-hmm. we go out there and criticize their persons. Yeah. And so they become defensive and yeah. it comes yeah. us against them yeah. and we make no You're progress. Right. And the yeah. world bunches us all together and calls all of us pastors yeah. and then that's all of us. So it's, a, it's a tough exactly. time for you, Pastor. Congratulations on, on, on that, on that book, time. and I'm sure it would, it would throw more light yes. on Thank you, Albert. Right. So tonight we are talking about two very important things that I'm sure if you are appointing an associate pastor, a, a business leader, a, a appointing a manager in your organization, mm-hmm. two things that you would look for is a skill and attitude. Mm-hmm. Now, throughout this week, since we put out this subject, there's been very, there's been very heated debate about <laughs> which one comes first. And yeah. that's how we choose these motions. Yeah. And so, let's start with you, Kujo. You are yeah. speaking for the motion, yeah. and you are saying that skill comes first. Help yeah. us understand your perspective. You have eight minutes starting now. Okay, cool. Thank you very much. I mean, uh, in preparing for this program, you, I realized that there were so many definitions of what skill is even. Uh, and um, pe- depending on where the person is coming from, the definition kind of differs. But I picked one that I really liked. That, of course, will inure to my debate and to my argument that a skill is the ability, you know, keyword there is the ability to carry out a task with predetermined results often with a given you know, um, time and energy. But it is the ability. So if you don't have the ability, it means you don't even have the skill. And the reason, I, you, you, no matter what you look at, no matter where you, you are operating, whether you are in the church or in the uh, corporate world, or let me kick off with football, how can you appoint a captain of a team who is not skillful to be on the field in the first place. So you have a bunch of 11 players or 15 players. You want to appoint the leader among them. 
you have to have to get the person who has the skill to be able to lead that pack. I mean, in when the times are difficult, it is the captain who takes up the mantle, comes out, and delivers on the field of play. We've seen it umpteen times. Giving examples, Steven Gerrard in Liverpool did it, Diego Maradona in Argentina does it, Ronaldo in Madrid. I mean, the, whenever he, he has to, uh, when he was doing it for Portugal. So, if you don't have the skill in the first place, you can't even be within the organization to be a leader. You, 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 you know, let me pick the pastor's side. How can you appoint a church leader who has never read the Bible before? It is impossible without the skill of knowing what is in the Bible to be able to teach it properly and to lead the the pack. You, you just can't. So. Please correct me, Pastor. Can you ever appoint a church leader who doesn't have the skill of maneuvering through a Bible? It's 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 out of the question. You are you have already failed at the beginning. So soccer, you need skill before you can. No matter how poor the person's attitude is, if he has the skill, if he doesn't have the skill, he cannot be a captain of the team. So that one it goes without saying. Come into the corporate world. Usually, it's a corporate world that people will say you don't really need to 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 know the nitty gritties of it before you can lead it. But if you don't have the skill of being uh, the financial tools to to lead a firm like ours, how on earth? Within a meeting, are you going to be able to motivate and direct the right strategy to achieve the objectives of the firm? You cannot. You should have gone through the mill, you know, to, to be able to even empathize with those who are doing the job for you on a day-to-day basis. Because if you don't have the skill that you developed while growing, it's impossible to do it. I mean, you can't be leading a company like uh, 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 General Motors and not have the skill required, not have absolutely zero, the skill required to turn things into or, or, or develop the next biggest thing. So for me, without a doubt, I have without a doubt, you cannot not not go leading a pack when you don't have the skill that is required for that kind of entity. But like you said, I have to make the pastor or my, my counter happy a bit. But I can agree to some extent that it is a very weak <laughs> extent that truly, if you don't have the right values, honestly, sometimes, even if you are the most skillful person in the world, you will let your team down. I used football, but yes, if you are the type of player who, and you are the leader who always goes in and gets a red card, that means every time your team is playing 10 against 11. That is the part I will try small to, you know, kind of support him on. But even then, we've seen teams win 10 against 11, so it's not such a major, major point. But finally, per the definition I gave, will you realize that attitude itself is a skill? So you, the, the, the skill that you think is not first, attitude itself is a skill. So if you, don't, if you tell me that skill is not important, then the attitude is not even important at all. That's where I'll end for now. 18 minutes past the hour of, of 7 o'clock. Those are the opening thoughts of Kujo Adayemens are passionately arguing for the motion that, that skill should be the first consideration before attitude in appointing any leader. He used 
football, he used business. He's, he actually crossed over and even used church to buttress his points. Just to summarize what he says so far, he says, skill is the ability to carry out a, a, pre a task with a predetermined results, often within a given time. Is that correct? Yes. Fantastic. And he, used the, he alluded to the fact that a football captain must have skill. He cited names like Steven Gerrard of his favorite Liverpool. Sure. Talked about Diego Maradona. Talked about Ronaldo in his role as captain of Portugal. He also talked about the fact that if one was appointing a church leader, the first thing you would look for is somebody who has understanding of the scriptures and he used the word maneuverability in the scriptures to be able to find their way around before they can lead. He concludes that you cannot lead without skill. On the flip side of the motion, he submits that a leader who is skilled but does not have the right attitude can sometimes cost the team in terms of red cards and setbacks. But even then he says, but what about the fact that that a team can play 10 against 11 and, and, and survive even when that happens. His conclusion is that attitude is itself a skill. So if you're talking about skill first, he definitely believes that is the way. You have loads of your messages coming up. Vida, Adobia, Equia, Evans. I'm going to read your messages, but just so I don't influence the thoughts of, of Pastor Kakra, I'm going to go over to him to receive his preliminary thoughts against the motion and by arguing against the motion that the first consideration is skill before attitude he's submitting by default that the first consideration in appointing a leader must be the attitude first before the skill Prophet over to you take us away yeah Albert thank you very much uh, I think I've heard uh, Kojo's submissions and uh, I want to say that I disagree with what he's saying and uh, I want to speak. Uh, I want to speak concerning uh, um, attitude. And uh, my wisdom is going to be taken basically from the Bible, because Moses said, God told Moses in Deuteronomy four six, He said, "This is your wisdom." And uh, I'll also buttress with some practical examples to practicalize it. I mean, let's talk about leadership first of all on an individual level. I believe that. Character and attitude comes first. Let me give an example in the Bible. In the story of the prodigal son, this gentleman was a, a, a good guy working with his father, and they were running a successful business. And one day he decided to separate from his father. He had the skills. He was already into farming, everything. But as soon as he separated from his father, because he had bad attitude, his character was weak. The Bible says it wasn't long. Luke 15, 14, it says, when he has spent all, there arose a mighty famine in that land. So his weakness in character came to uh, haunt the skill that he has. So at the end of the day, the skill actually vanished and became a very poor person. What brought the turnaround into his life personally was when he decided to reform his character. In Luke 15, 18, he said, I will arise and go to my father. And he said, I will be a servant unto him. So he decided to reform his character. And when he reformed his character, that was when everything started falling in. So you realize that on an individual level, even if you have a skill, if you have a bad attitude or bad character, you won't get far. You will just self-destruct or implode. Let's take it also for, from, a family, from a family viewpoint. You know, 
the person that God selected to to bring uh, to be uh, to start the nation of Israel was a man called Abraham. This man was selected based on his character. In Genesis eighteen nineteen, God said, "I know him. He will command his children and his household after him to keep the way of the Lord." So the the the, the, the basis of his selection was his attitude as a father and ability. To, to, to lead a home. And uh, based on that, this man, Abraham, God was able to use him to, to build a nation. And if you, let me tell you something. You know, for example, if you take a place like Ghana, most businesses don't last beyond 100 years. You won't see 100-year-old businesses. And the reason is that there's a character flow. For you to build businesses out of 100 years old, like Guinness, for example, over 200 years old, what you need is unique character. And where you have polygamous families, what happens is that it is difficult to pass wealth on from one generation to the next because people feel insecure in polygamous families. So we realize that we have had big businesses and uh, great uh, businessmen and women, but they all sort of just rise and die with the founder. What is destroying these businesses? It's not skill. It's attitude. And so when people have children out of wedlock, that's what creates all these things. And you realize that wealth cannot be built along generations. So most businesses are very small. So even in business, you realize that if you lack the attitude, you can have the skill, but you won't go far. So businesses just rise and they go bust. If you look at the, uh, the Industrial Revolution, it coincided with the Age of Enlightenment. That was when uh, uh, John Wesley and all those people were preaching when the gospel was soaking uh, Europe. And based on family stability and family structure, it helped for, for businesses to be able to thrive and go forward. So you realize that attitude, even in, in, in marriage, has a great uh, reflection on business. Now let's talk about, let's say, appointing a church leader. God himself gives the requirements for appointing a church leader. This is another example. In 1 Timothy 3, 1, the Bible says, if a man desires the office of a bishop, it says he desires a good work. Then it says, a bishop then must be blameless, the husband of one wife. God starts with character. Then at a point, he says, up to teach. That's when you see skill. So you realize that God himself places character above skill. Why? Because... If you have the skill and you have a bad character, that bad attitude or character will undermine the skill anyway and destroy it. Now, let's talk about, let's go to leadership. Leadership. I feel that the, the, the problem with African, African leadership, I, I believe is a moral failure. It's not a lack of skill. It's a lack of morals. Corruption is the biggest threat that faces Africa. And that's what undermines our economies. So we realize that it doesn't matter how skillful people are. If they don't have the right attitude, they won't go far. Be a country, whatever it is. That's why scripture says, righteousness exalts a nation. But sin is a reproach to any people. So I, I, I believe that for you to... to so you, you look at somebody like David... David's kingdom was almost destroyed by Absalom. Why? 
because David went and slept with Bathsheba, who wasn't his wife, and then it led to so many things, and he almost lost his kingdom. Same thing happened to uh, 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 Bill Clinton, who almost uh, uh, lost his presidency. So you realize that you may have the skill, but if you have the wrong attitude, it will just undermine all the skills and destroy it. So skill is important, but character is higher. When we signed up to this topic, I knew we would have a great time in the studio. And so let me summarize the thoughts of Prophet Kakra in, in his submissions. And I'm going to go over then to um, uh, comments from social media. And so as you probably have been listening to the submission, he starts by talking about his wisdom as captured in Deuteronomy chapter 4 verse 6. And he says he wants to break down leadership into four levels, individual, family, church, and then continental or national leadership. On the individual level, he says, character first. He says, the prodigal son had skill, but the attitude is what failed him. And the weakness in his character is what sent him out there and haunted him. He says, the turnaround only came when there was a reform in his character. The sec- He concludes by saying that Character, the skill without character will lead to an implosion or self-destruction. The second one is at the family level, and he cites Abraham, and he says that God commended him first and foremost because he was a father who will communicate his values to his children. He linked that to businesses and alluded to the fact that Businesses in our part of the world don't grow to be 100 years and beyond because there is a character issue. He connected that one to polygamous families which are destroyed by attitudinal failure. His closing submission on that particular point is the link between the age of enlightenment and the industrial revolution, seeking to submit that that age where morals and character and attitude were exalted led to economic progress. The the third point is about church leadership and in order of sequence, he says that the person desired the office of a bishop must first be blameless. And he says that is about attitude. And then later, the, the Bible talks about being apt to teach. And he says skill plays a very serious second to attitude in that particular respect. And the final point was about continental leadership. And he says the African leadership issue is a, an issue of moral failure because he says the biggest problem in Africa is corruption. And he says that it is not a skill issue. It is definitely an attitude issue. And righteousness exalts a nation. And definitely sin is a reproach to any people. And those are the arguments of Prophet Kakra Baden. Let me find out from you what you've been saying about this subject when we put it up on Facebook. Stephen and Ashwin says, attitude must come first, even though one can have the right attitude and lack skill. Wrong attitude, if not checked, has the potential to take off any sh- take the shine off the skills and also affect the company as a whole. Vida that uh, the says both skill and attitude are equally important in a professional, and in a professional, and they complement each other. If I, have, if I have to choose one, I will prioritize attitude over skill. With the right attitude, a professional can learn a skill. Adobe Marshall says attitude first. The bad attitude may reflect in your skills somehow, giving you negative results at the end. Right, a queer. Aquila says attitude first. Skill can be acquired, but a bad attitude is contagious. Evans Trepp, writing from Kumasi, says everything rises and falls on attitude. 
Right. In your way, Tete, Boaolo says, attitude first, and that will influence the acquisition of the needed skills. George Aqua Morgan says, skills is short-term without attitude. Attitude is long-term with or without skill. Emmanuel Kobia says, attitude is all that one needs. Skills can be built when one gets the right attitude. Um, says, if you can tell me that it was attitude that got Mayweather his millions and boxing <laughs> success, then I will support you any day. <laughs> if I was counting, it would be almost like seven one. Right, okay. Let me let me let me come into the studio. Let me just let me just ask you some rhetorical questions. So I mean, let let me just find out. Uh, if you boarded British Airways, mm-hmm. would you go and check whether the, the pilot has the right attitude before you sit down? <laughs> it's a good question. <laughs> I, mean, I believe that if I boarded, you know, I believe that you know, have you, have you read about the, the the pilot who flew the plane into the mountains yes. and the one that sent the plane into the sea? So you realize that you may be skillful. But if you have a bad attitude, you can fly the plane into the sea. Could you? You know, if you, if you came, if you employed the sharpest brain as an accountant and came from, uh, uh, you returned earlier than planned for a meeting in town mm. and found that they have opened your personal safe in mm. your office, mm. would you overlook their attitude and, and focus on their skill? No, listen. Uh, People should get the the, the situation clear. The question was, which one first? Nowhere did we say none of it was important. So, yeah, you are interviewing somebody or you are considering somebody for a leadership role, to be a pilot, to be a captain of a ship. The first thing you ask is, do you know how to fly a plane? Absolutely. It's the first thing. Having said that, we won't come to the next thing. After I, you say, yes, I know how to fly a plane, then I'll ask you, what are your values? That is now before I'm coming to look at your attitude. But if your first answer is no, I don't know how to fly a plane, pack. I won't say, oh, are your values great? Okay, then now come. I'm going to spend $100,000 on you and take you to pilot school. I don't have time for that. That's not what we are discussing. Do you know how to fly a plane? Do you know how to play football? Do you know how to... If the accountant... Before the punctuality comes First in. question, have you chartered? If you are not a chartered accountant, pack. Before I'll start thinking about the attitude. And by the way, somebody said skill can be learned, attitude cannot. Who said Springboard has been teaching people attitude for years? People have learned good attitude out of Springboard. So, first of all, I counter that by saying... Do you have the skill? If you don't, Agenda 2027, go and learn how to be the attitude thing. That, that, so, so for me, it's, it's the, the, the debate is very clear. Which one is one? Which one is two? Skill first. Then we'll look at the attitude and deal with it. If I come and you've taken my safe, then it means that you lied about your attitude and it has popped up. You're out of the door. But... Bottom line, you are a chartered accountant. Skill. Okay, let me remind you that, listen, we never said you don't need both. We agree you need both, but which one comes first? It's a debate that will be ongoing. But tonight, I have the director of PNT Pharmacy, Minataki, Mrs. Minataki, on the line to throw more light on her own experience. And I'm going to find out from her. Is it attitude first or is it skill first? Mina, good evening. Good evening, Reverend O'Connor. Thanks for joining us on the virtual university. 
thanks for joining us. So we want to find out from you, um, from your own experience in making a critical appointment in your business, is it is it skill first or attitude first? Yes, thank you very much for putting me through on this program. Um, there's a post I saw sometime this week where that said, uh, read, quote and unquote, watch your attitude is the first thing people notice about you. The author is unknown. I think that a good attitude orientation of an individual is the most important thing, you know, over skill. So, Mrs. Taki, let me find out. In, in your area, is very technical. You 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 run a, a pharmaceutical business. So, yeah. uh, um, the question that we are asking, while we agree that a good a good attitude is very critical, the, the question we are asking. So, Mina, would you would you look at the person's attitude before you, you look at their understanding of the chemistry and the and the and the pharmacy and the and the medications and the and the chemical compositions? Yes, I would really look at a person's um, attitude over skills, you know, before I employ an individual. Because a person who has good attitude is always ready to take on new challenges. They may not be necessarily adequately informed about a particular assignment, but then they would embrace the occasion and learn and achieve good success for their organization at any given time. And people who have um, good attitudes also are very easy to correct. Sometimes, you know... Um, hold on a second. Um, Mina, yeah. p- uh, put off the radio set that's next, next to you. We're getting some feedback on it, but you're making a fantastic point. So turn it off Sorry. completely and use your, your phone to pick your, your, your sound. Oh, okay. Oh, please continue. Done that. Yeah. And people who have very good attitudes are very easy to correct. You know, um, because they have good attitudes, you can easily correct them on the job when they make a very bad mistake. And they can quickly turn about and then take on the correction and achieve and acquire the organizational goal. And people with good attitudes are also very reliable. You can rely on them to report to work either earlier or later than their stipulated time. And people with very good attitudes are also very, very conscientious. You can give them um, a job to do, and you can be sure that because their attitudes are right, they can get it delivered and done on time and promote organizational goals. I believe that in every um, organization, you know, whether profit or non-profit, they are looking um, at achieving their, their goals. So it is very, very important, the attitudes of the people in an organization. And I believe that the attitude of a person is first and above skills. All right. Thank you very much. Skills is not important. Thank you very much, and uh, I, I, I can I can see two two very diametrically opposed reactions in the studio. One person is smiling, one person is shaking the head, and, and so this continues right here on on Joy ninety nine point seven. But thank you so much, Mina, for joining us, and do join us again next week as we continue this debate. So, is it skill first or attitude first? Before I go to our next guest 
on the line. Could you, I can see your, your, your very, very. Could you, could you, let me summarize, let me summarize the points Mina made and I can, I can, I can understand your, your reaction. Let me summarize the points Mina made and tell me whether as CEO of Data Bank, these are not the things that you dream about at night. Before you, before you come, I come to you, she talked about punctuality. Yes. It's something that is dear to your heart. Mm-hmm. Extremely. Talk Those listening to me know. Teachability. Very dear to your heart. She talked about conscientiousness. Very dear to your heart. She talked about reliability. Very dear to your heart. But, but like the, the typical politician, win or lose because you, you don't acknowledge these very critical no, values. I ha- I'm not saying I don't acknowledge but the f- these are not the first things I will look at. But you see, the first thing I will look at is: Do you know how to mix erythromycin? That is the first thing, because do you know pharmacists even correct doctors? If you don't have the skill to mix an antibiotic, my goodness! No matter how you came to open the shop at eight, you are on time. You. You swept the place. You were on time. You agreed with them that, oh, definitely when I come, I'll arrange all the medicines on time. Then this sick person walks in and says, gives you a prescription. The doctor says, mix this thing for me. Three parts water, one part antibiotic. And you mix it six parts water, two parts antibiotic. You killed him. You have killed somebody <laughs> no matter how your attitude is. You didn't have the skill. So but, you've killed somebody. But, but by your counter-argument, you're talking about someone who has attitude without skill. A point you yourself made. No, but, 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 but the point need, is the that you need thing I will check. You see, it's not... I didn't say we don't need both. Which one is top before second? I'm saying top is... Where is your pharmacy certificate? From school of pharmacy? First, before you start talking about punctuality, reliability, do those mixed medicines... I have the privilege of hosting Pastor Kakrabedin and, and Mr. Kujo Adayamensa as we explore what would you look for. By you listening out there, by the way, I haven't even asked you, what what would you look for first? Let me raise William Ochre Frimpong. He's a medical doctor. He's also a life coach. William, good evening. Hi, Reverend. Good evening. How are you, sir? I am doing better than good by those three. Let me find out. You've been listening tonight to the debate about skill versus attitude. Let me pick your thoughts. Um, which side, which school of thought? And by the way, we are talking about the fact that we need both. But which one would you look for first before you look for the other? Okay, so um, good evening to Kujo and to Prophet Kakabedin and uh, uh, the academic board that is supporting you. Well, um, once you don't make it an ideal situation, um, we have people already got on the table, then I'll pick at it attitude um, beyond someone with an extra skill. Um, I agree. Could you make the point that he makes it very forcefully? You really need your academic um, credentials is what gets you through the door. Uh, you might not get into the door without the requisite qualification or skill. But to earn a place at the, at the table or at the head of the table I think that we we agreed for people who have uh, worked in diverse industries and places that it's the attitude of the individual that would put him ahead of the others. So um, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit prejudiced uh, towards uh, Prophet 
uh, argument. Ojo makes a, a, a strong point for voting. Actually, I'm voting for both, both hats and Kotoko. <laughs> 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 All right, thank you very much. Here, here, my thing here. Uh, here, my thing, uh, and saying you are both right, and I'm going to give you my my verdict on this to wrap up the show. But let me give you a chance to give us your closing thoughts in a minute on this. At the end of the day, uh, the debate has ended officially. But really, look me in the eye. What 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 is your genuine take on this subject? I, I, in, I, in a minute. I, I mean, we did we we did this as you introduced in the beginning. I mean, no, none of us took you appointed asked to take either pro or con so we did this for for the for the intellectual uh, um thing but if i take my way myself away from that and i'm speaking now as the real me you need a serious combination of both very very serious i mean to to the extent that maybe at par equal equally important but i'll also add that it also depends on the industry within which you operate there are certain very technical industries where you need both the skill and the right as for attitude no matter where it is you find yourself the attitude is important there are some industries where the skill will be required in others it may not be required for example i always say and i'm going to be a bit controversial here for kolebu and the university of ghana I put it to them. Kolebu doesn't need a doctor to be running. The, I mean, the hospitals don't necessarily have to be run by doctors. Absolutely. But secondary schools shouldn't be run by teachers. Exactly. Oh, you know, the University of Ghana must not necessarily. My dad was a vice chancellor. And I tell, I tell him in his face that you guys, sometimes you need a business-minded person rather than a professor to be running the university. Right. So you need a combination of both. And it depends on the industry. Right. Um, so, um, um, Prophet, before you answer, your, you give us a closing thoughts. Winston Okran is asking, how do you measure attitude um, on the day of an, a, of an appointment? Because a person can put up a show um, and um, and deceive the, the public. So he says he's in support of what you're, you're saying. But how do you measure attitude? But take a zoom. I feel that it's easy to measure a, uh, attitude in the sense that that's why you have references. Even God, when he was appointing people, he said, look you out from among you seven men of honest report. Right. So he said that there should be people that there are people who can testify about who they Credibility, are. Yeah, right. Although God knows everything. So through references and others, you can measure people's attitude. And like you said in, uh, in, in closing, uh, skill is important. Attitude is important. And uh, I want to say that there's a verse, Proverbs chapter 20, verse 6. It says, uh, every man will proclaim his own goodness, but a faithful man who can find. It is easy to find good footballers <laughs> than to have find moral footballers. Yeah. It is easier to find rich husbands than to find faithful husbands. It is easier to find people with so many degrees who have turned into thermometers <laughs> than to find truthful people. So what it means is that if you measure both, as for skill, it's easy to get. People have all kinds of skills. But what is difficult to get is integrity, yeah. character. And so I will say that both are important, but I will go for uh, attitude first because that's more difficult to find. And as for skill, if you have the money, you can hide the people from around the world. But you can have money and still not be able to hide somebody with the right attitude. Let me bring the registrar in to come and give her personal opinion. Comfort please 
take the microphone and tell me your own opinion. <laughs> this wasn't on the script, but uh, I definitely will side with uh, Prof. Kakra that attitude is really important because I've seen people who have come to the market place without any skills in marketing or anything but because they had the attitude of learning they had the attitude of um, being able to they, 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 they wanted to know something in that field they they, they, they got the skills so I would go with profit sorry have you seen <laughs> have you seen a man who is diligent in all his ways he will stand before kings he will not stand before ordinary men let me let me give you my take on this and it, it will not be what you think it is the practice in reality, in reality, is often skills first and attitude second. But let me throw in a caveat. It's like a hundred meter race. The short list is skill. That's the first 10 meters. So the room will be filled with people who have skill. But the remaining 90 meters that is used to select the people who will get a job, it is attitude. So, yes, skill opens the door, but the entry into the Holy of Holies, that one is attitude. So, you are both right. Thank you. <laughs> My name is Albert Okran, and I've had the privilege of hosting Prophet Kakramajin and, and Kojo Adayamensa in a debate between skill and attitude. God bless you. God bless you. And God bless you. Thank you for listening to Springboard Zone, an inspirational podcast by Albert and Comfort Okran. Like our Facebook and Twitter pages at Albert N. E. Okran and Comfort Okran A for free resources and information about our itinerary, conferences, and media broadcast. For speaking appointments, email albert.okran at icloud.com or SMS or WhatsApp us on plus two three three two four nine 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 nine. Zero zero zero. You may also subscribe to www.albertokran.com, Amazon.com, or your favorite online bookstore for copies of our inspirational books and audiovisual materials. Until we come your way again, always remember you are blessed indeed. Oh, 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 oh,